Ron, thank you very much. I want to congratulate Ron and Nikki for having a, a good a good time together. We're all having a good time together. As of this moment, we are going to suspend this presidential campaign. Welcome back, everybody, to another video. Really quick, I'm going to be breaking down the Iowa caucus, but really what it means for 2024, because you already know what happened. Donald Trump destroyed literally everybody in a landslide. 51% of the delegates won. Uh, really quick before I do get into what happened and really what this means for the Republican primary, as well as you know Donald Trump going up against Joe Biden, let's just say it how it is. Uh, really quick before I get into that, I do want to talk about the premium sponsor for this podcast, Gulag America. Guys, I've been talking about them for so long. Go check out their website, gulagamerica.com. I'll throw up some of their shirts right now so you can see. They got shirts, they got sweatshirts, they got long sleeves, they got short sleeves for the best patriots. All their stuff is super high quality. It's a veteran-owned company. That's why I partnered with them. I love all their stuff, and it lasts. So, again, go check them out at gulagamerica.com. If you use my code JoshCar10, you will get 10% off. Awesome. So, we'll start off with this really quick. This is what each campaign was saying at the beginning of the night. And I'm going to talk about the two real losers of the night, which are uh, Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis. We'll talk about Vivek Ramaswamy in just one second. Nikki Haley's campaign was essentially saying, Iowa is not do or die for us. And the reason why is because they've said that they've been focusing a lot more on New Hampshire and the United States at large. So that's what they said. DeSantis, on the other hand, said that Iowa was a huge deal because, I don't know if you know this, but he campaigned in literally every county in Iowa. So he was expecting a win uh, in Iowa, at least close to Trump, not 20% to 51%. Uh, and basically, they both failed. And Nikki Haley can say it how they how she wants, if she wants, that she didn't really want Iowa. But at the end of the day, neither of them have any chance at beating Donald Trump. The race is over. Like, and I'm sorry, some of you might disagree, but it's just the fact. And I've said it from the, almost the beginning that Donald Trump really could never be beaten. And by the way, I like DeSantis and I like Vivek Ramaswamy more than Trump. Sorry if that hurts your feelings. Not Nikki Haley, don't worry. Not Chris Christie, I'm not crazy. But... I'm not even saying it because I want it to be that way, but it was always Trump's race to lose. He was going to win it the whole time. And if he did something crazy, and Trump does crazy things, but I mean crazy, crazy, uh, then he could have lost. But he had it pretty much the whole time. This is what was crazy about the night. The whole night, if you watched, you probably didn't. I don't blame you if you didn't, but I did because I have to do it because it's my job. I watched MSNBC. I watched CNN. And here is what the narrative of the night was. It was this. First off, they ran a poll to ask how many people thought that Biden had legitimately been elected. 68% in Iowa said he was not. Well done, Iowans. Proud of you. The rest said that he did. That's fine. Whatever. But CNN and MSNBC were up in arms about this fact that they could possibly think that after all the collusion between the FBI and Twitter and all the mail-in ballots and the, the changing of the rules during COVID could possibly have changed the outcome of the election. They just thought that was ludicrous. And what the narrative was all night was, look at what's going on. This is democracy at work. How could, and they were like, it's so bad that people could think that our elections, uh, that the election integrity is bad. And it was the most ludicrous form of gaslighting I had ever seen 
from the media. And, and that says a lot. The media gaslights a lot. But they were literally staring at you and saying, if you believe something that's totally plausible, even if you don't believe it, but you're just slightly concerned that it could be a possibility, you know, election interference could happen. Any reasonable person would probably be worried about that. But what they said, they looked you in the eyes and they said, you're an idiot for thinking that. And there's no way it's happening. And this is why it was the greatest form of gaslighting, because essentially what they were saying was that this caucus system is democracy and you're watching it and it's all in person. They're not using machines. It's same day. You found out all the results in about an hour, hour and a half. And they're telling us that there's no election interference with this system while for months and months and months they've been talking about how it's evil to make you have an ID. Everyone, let me make this clear. Everyone in Iowa that voted, every delegate had to have an ID. All of them had to come in person. All of them wrote their vote down and it was then read aloud and verified by several people. And it was crazy for me to watch them publicly approve of what Republicans have been saying they wanna do for so long, saying, look, democracy at work, and then tell you that that is different than what happened, or that it's the same than what happened in 2020. And so, man, I almost just wanted to scream at the TV like, yes, this is democracy. This is what we're saying. This is what we want to change it to. But don't lie to the American people and say that what was going on in Iowa in the caucus system is what goes on in our general elections because it doesn't. You've got people ballot harvesting. You've got dead people somehow voting. In Arizona, In Arizona, you conveniently have these systems go down in key counties for a certain amount of time. Um, you don't find out about election results for like three days in some states. That is what people are concerned about and rightfully so. So, man, I had to bring that up because it was infuriating watching the media talk about that. So let me talk about really quick what this means for 2024. Speculation. So there were some people speculating that Trump won't be eligible for, for running. And whether or not this is going to be the case, I don't know. I really doubt it. But I, I don't know for sure. And they were speculating, there's kind of the speculation going out that Donald Trump is going to have to bow out because of uh, criminal convictions. And then Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis is going to be there. That's why they're running for second. They know they won't win, but they're going to be there to take the gauntlet and go forth and win the Republican nomination because Trump won't be there. And I just don't get it. And, 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 there, and what I'm hearing from people is that the reason why they haven't attacked Trump so staunchly is because they're hoping that Donald Trump, once he gets taken out and he won't be able to run, that he'll endorse one of them. That is the most ludicrous idea in the world. Does anyone honestly think, let's just think about Donald Trump, let's think about his character for a second. Does anybody actually think that Donald Trump would be barred from election and not try to explode the world? I don't, I'm not even saying this as an anti-Trump thing. I, I bet Trump voters like totally believe this and they would want him to do it. And people are honestly saying that Donald Trump's going to be like, dang it, you know, I, I got barred from the election, but Nikki Haley, you got my vote. I'm endorsing Nikki Haley. Yeah, that, that's never going to happen. And DeSantis and Haley don't believe that's ever going to happen. So I'm hearing a lot of that on Twitter. I'm seeing it online. It's not going to happen. Stop talking about it. It's ridiculous. Vivek Ramaswamy. Vivek Ramaswamy is a star, and a star was born. You've heard a few people say it. A star was born in this campaign. Yeah, he got 7% in Iowa. Someone could look at that and be like, that's a failure. In terms of running for president, it certainly is. But nobody knew who this guy was. And the fact that 7% 
of Iowa voted for Vivek Ramaswamy is really telling. And I think we're going to see a lot more of him maybe in the Trump cabinet. I don't think so. I mean, he's publicly said he won't do it. Obviously, people can change their minds. But uh, I, I have to say I was very sad to see him go. I love Vivek Ramaswamy. I think he stands for conservatism, frankly, a lot better than Trump does, despite him having high praise for Trump. I don't really get that. Um, and I mean, you saw Trump just turns around and, you know, he tweeted on True Social. He just turned around on Vivek and said, Vivek was a fake anyway. So it's not like Trump has a lot of loyalty to Vivek like Vivek has to Trump. But I was sad to see him bow out and I respect him for just doing it rather than kind of carrying on his campaign. He has no shot after Iowa. Frankly, DeSantis and Haley have 0%. They should just drop out too. They should endorse Donald Trump. This is, it's crazy for me saying this because again, I would never want Donald Trump to really be president over a DeSantis or Vivek Ramaswamy, for instance. But the best thing that they can do for themselves at this point is to unify behind Donald Trump, help him win the best they can, and hopefully in the future they'll have a relevant political career because they're not going to have one right now as a president of the United States. Really quick, guys, before I talk about what else this means for 2024, I do want to introduce to you my second sponsor. Hey, babe, do you know where we stored Milo's leash? I think he's finally old enough to start walking. It's in a bin in the garage. Normally, I'd be upset that I have to rummage through bin after bin. But I don't have to because I have smart labels. I already know where I stored my stuff because last week I put a smart label on my dog bin, created an online label and scanned it with the free smart labels app, cataloged the contents of the bin, and now I can simply search it in my app and know where to find it. The best part is the first year is free. So go check out your smart labels at Amazon or Walmart.com. So here's the deal. A lot of the polling that came out before, so they did polling in addition to the votes so that we kind of have an idea of what kind of people were voting for who. And there's a really interesting divide in our country right now and some changes that are happening politically that are unprecedented. And they're going to mean huge things going forward in 2024, but well beyond. Um, what you saw was people who polled and they identified how conservative they were versus how liberal. And here's what we found. We found that the more moderate people voted for Haley. No surprise there. We saw a pretty even spread with DeSantis and Vivek Ramaswamy. No surprise there. But here's what's super weird. Donald Trump all overwhelmingly took the people who said they were very conservative. Now, I know what you're thinking. If you support Donald Trump and you're conservative, I'm not saying you're not conservative. But what I'm saying is that, generally speaking, Donald Trump is not even close to the most conservative candidate up there. Nikki Haley is more conservative than Donald Trump. She's just corrupt conservative. But Vivek Ramaswamy and DeSantis, way more conservative than Donald Trump. Just hands down. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, Donald Trump has had issues with abortion. He's been talking about abortion recently, transgender theory and things like that. He has been kind of soft on, even during his presidency. So, and Vivek Ramaswamy and DeSantis have not. I mean, especially DeSantis, right? Like DeSantis is by far the most conservative. I'm sorry. That's just the truth. And so I found it really interesting that the people that were most conservative were saying that they wanted to align themselves with Donald Trump. And the reason why I say this is interesting is I think that there is a large divide in this country on who people perceive themselves to be versus who they really are. I don't think our country is actually that extreme. I think there's a lot of people on the left that aren't even really that extreme. They might identify as progressive, but once they find out what progressivism means, they find, wow, yeah, yeah, yeah that is not me. And I think a lot of people are saying, I'm very conservative. And then Donald Trump says, yeah, you know, I think women should maybe have the right to kill their baby if they want. And, and a lot of people are saying, yeah, I think that's fine too. 
newsflash, you're not that conservative. And hey, like if you're not, you're not. It's whatever, right? Like I, I want, I would love for you to be more conservative, but at the end of the day, people don't understand this. And I think uh, moving forward, it's going to spell a lot of trouble for the polling. You're going to see a lot of polls that are saying that maybe our country is moving more left or more to the right, and it's not going to be indicative of what happens at the ballot. Because if there's tons of people saying, wow, I'm so conservative, it does not necessarily mean they're going to be voting for the most conservative candidate or the most Republican candidate, I should say. And the same thing goes for the left. As always, guys, I want to thank you so much for watching this video and supporting me. If you haven't already, please subscribe down below and check out my other videos. I love talking to you guys in the comments. So if you disagree with me, please comment down below. We'll see you next time.